five years now about fixing the damn roads and uh, they're not quite there yet but I think they're underway. I am on a very interesting road right now and you're on the road with me. It's Michael Patrick Shields and I'm not at the wheel but Avery Price is from Ski Big 3 and we are here in Lake Louise or really in between Lake Louise and Banff. First of all as you drive and you take in this beautiful vista it's nice to see you. Hi, it's nice to see you too. It's nice to be chatting and driving at the same time. I'll try to keep my eyes on the road while uh, focusing on our interview. Well, it works for James Corden on late night TV, but we won't do any sing-along or anything <laughs> like that. But I, And uh, while you keep your eyes on the road, and I'll keep my eyes on this beautiful mountain vista that we're seeing right now. And you know, it's, it's hard to describe that to a radio listener, but you can go on our social, Michigan's Big Show, and have a look at some of the pictures. And the reason I brought up the phrase, fix the damn roads, is this is very smooth road right through the mountains and we just went under an overpass pretty elaborate overpass <laughs> and I didn't think much of it until you told me what it was and why it was there yeah so here in Banff National Park we've got what we call wildlife bridges um, they started building them in the early 90s um, Parks Canada did a bunch of studies they realized that the wildlife you know to protect them from getting hit by cars basically they could build some wildlife fencing along the sides of the Trans-Canada Highway and then build these wildlife bridges as protected um, you know traversing areas where you know wildlife could walk from one side of the road to the other so now the bears and the elk can walk safely and um, there isn't any human interruption to their migration through this Bow Valley is what we call this area here in Banff National Park. You mean to say that elaborate bridge that went over the highway each way wide and is for animals yeah completely for animals yeah <laughs> humans can't walk across it at all it's just for the elk and the foxes and the grizzly bears we can't go on it at all now have you ever been driving along this highway and, and seen animals passing up there uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's some pretty cool photos that Parks Canada has of lynx actually crossing the um, the wildlife bridges. Lynx are this really cool, uh, you know, big cat that lives here in the snow. They've got these big fat paws that help them walk on top of the snow. And I actually have a pretty funny story. One time we were driving out to Lake Louise. Um, this was in the springtime when the grizzly bears and the black bears are all waking up. And these wildlife fences we've got here along the side of the road, they've got these really small posts like any kind of, you know, pegged fence. Um, and I saw a black bear, like a full-size black bear, with all four of its paws just stuck right on top of one of these posts. It was actually pretty amazing. So, you know, they can jump right over them. So don't uh, don't fool yourself that these fences are actually keeping you sometimes away from the bears. You kind of still have to give them their space, no matter if there's a fence between you and them. As scary as it sounds to see a bear, that's part of what people come here to this uh, region, the Ski Big Three, Lake Louise and Banff. That's what they come for, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, there's uh, a number of grizzlies that live here in Banff National Park. They live here because they like the habitat of the higher elevation that we have here um, and a lot of black bears as well. But, you know, just like any other animal, um, yeah, as long as you give them space, you know, I've been I've been within geez, I don't know, 100 feet of a black bear, and it doesn't want anything to do with me. As long as you just give it space and you make yourself known, there's really no reason to fear them. Um, they recommend when people are hiking here in the summertime, you carry bear spray on you as just a precaution. I've never had to use bear spray. I don't really know anyone who's had to use it. Um, but it's nice to keep on you, and it keeps you, you know, just have that feeling of security. And then, of course, if you're skiing or snowboarding here in the winter, you don't have to worry about any bears because they're fast asleep right now. You said, speaking of that, you were with a bear when it was waking up. I mean, I don't know how you feel when you're awakened, but the hour that I get up to do radio, I, I, I pity anybody who might be around me at that time. How do, are they rested? They get out and stretch, or are they kind of ticked off that they're waking like that? Well, I think for the most part they're hungry, and they're oh, hungry, <laughs> but they're hungry 
mainly for berries. So actually something that you'll see here in the springtime, usually around the month of May is when the snow is finally melting here. Here the... comes another one, right? Is that an animal bridge? Yeah, that's a wildlife bridge as well, as well, yeah. yeah it's, it's nice, it's, it's not like, it's very elaborate. Yeah, exactly, they, um, you know, there's like, yeah, uh, native like grasses and trees that have been planted. And, you know, since the wildlife bridges have been here for so long, the trees have matured and it really just looks like the forest to the animals. They don't understand that they're in fact walking across a major highway. It just looks like the rest of the woods to them, which is, yeah, really nice. I interrupted you, but bears don't eat people, do they? They do not. Well, <laughs> of course I can't say for sure, but no, the bears, there it's extremely, extremely, extremely rare that there would ever be a human attack. Um, bears do, they, they are omnivores, of course they eat meat and they eat, um, you know, vegetation, but for the most part, bears love to eat berries. And so in the springtime, in the month of May, um, we've got buffalo berries here in Banff National Park. Um, the bears love eating them. So you'll actually see a number of hiking trails, usually, usually closed for the months of May and early June as the bears are waking up. They wanna give them their space um, to find all their food. And if you just stay away from where the bears are finding their first breakfast of the summer, then you're usually pretty safe. You know, folks, if you've ever seen a movie about Mount Everest and you've seen what that craggy peak looks like with the snow on top, that's kind of what it looks like around here. And it's quite majestic and, it, and it's very, very, we're in a national park. So there, there, you don't see any billboards or any, you know, unnecessary buildings or anything like that until you get to the luxury properties that Fairmont has built here along the railway. So you can have a very natural experience, but a luxurious one too. Yeah, very much so. And I think that's what's really beautiful about this destination. I mean, like you mentioned, there's no, you know, any de any development has to be cleared by Parks Canada. And so, and there's obviously no logging or any kind of like natural resource collection in the park boundaries. And so when you're skiing and snowboarding or whether you're just looking out from your hotel room from the Fairmont, you're truly looking on just like pure untouched wilderness, you know, uh, endless like kind of vistas of lodgepole pines. Um, and then, but, but then that's true. There are a lot of really beautiful, uh, you know, four and five star properties here. You can find kind of an accommodation to meet any budget. Um, and yeah, they're just, I think what makes them even more luxurious is the fact that you get these beautiful Canadian views. By the way, the dollar versus the loonie or toonie or Canadian dollar, I guess it is, is pretty close to par now, but it is a value for Americans to come here. True. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I think that's why a lot of Americans choose to come up north and ski in Canada, and especially now that all the travel restrictions have been lifted. So there's, you know, no masks on flight. There's no special vaccination requirements to get into Canada. So coming to ski up in Canada this winter or next has, you know, never been easier than it has been now. Um, and, uh, and so you can really, you know, get uh, a higher, uh, I guess like a higher quality ski or snowboard experience um, for the probably like less than you would pay if you were skiing down in the in the States. And not to mention if you're, you know, paying all that money for, you know, a, a ski or snowboarding vacation, you never want to wait in lift lines or anything, right? And, um, you know, here we've, yeah, just got resorts with lots of lifts. Um, you know, honestly, I, I and I'm not just saying this, I feel like I've never waited more than five to eight minutes for a lift line. And that would be on what I can consider a busy day web address for Ski Big 3? Uh, SkiBig3.com. You can book uh, ski and stay packages there. You can check out all the wonderful activities there are to do in Banff and Lake Louise. And Michael Patrick Shields.